Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Each person must come to a decision as to whether they will take the COVID-19 vaccine. But what we can't deny is the vitriol that is being hurled at those that are choosing to not get vaccinated. Non-vaccinated people are now the enemy and are being persecuted and seen as the problem. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 25th, 2021. Pictured here is the World Economic Forum's webpage showing their global plan for global governance. This wheel, it's a complex circular link to everything and anything, and I mean everything and anything you could think of, and then that which you wouldn't think of is linked. And it's linked to what they dub the Great Reset, which I believe is the Great Deception vis-a-vis the Great Tribulation. It's all being set up. Well, this brings us to the third one, which is the trajectory religiously. A final unified one world religion which will coexist swearing its allegiance to and worship of the beast. This worship of the beast will come by way of the image of the beast and the mark of the beast, all of which are foretold of in the book of Revelation and will soon be fulfilled in the tribulation. Revelation chapter 13 again, starting in verse 11. Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf, and made the earth, the whole world, and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. And it performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived, key word, deceived the inhabitants of the earth, the whole earth. It ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast, 
who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second beast, verse 15, was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads, so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark which is the name of the beast, or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. That number is 666. If you'll kindly allow me to, I'd like to explain how everything that's happening now is actually working in concert one with the other exactly as we're told it would in Bible prophecy. What follows is a plausible scenario that already seems to be playing out in real time and at breakneck speed even as we speak. First, the global crisis has already been created, and the global reaction has already been controlled and is quickly heading to the final solution. I use that wording for a reason. COVID-19 was the created crisis, and the controlled reaction are the unprecedented restrictions and global, global lockdowns, past, present, and future. Wait, future? Yeah. Present? Oh yeah. Uh, ask Australia. Ask the UK. While you're out, you might as well ask Israel too. The final solution? We got the crisis. Smashing success. I like that word, smashing. We need to bring that word back. That's an old word from back in the day, as they say. Smashing. Smashing success. Okay, good. You good now? (laughs) I mean, it's really, actually, if you think about it, it's quite mind-boggling how well this works. I mean, it really worked. And then the controlled reaction, I I forget who it was that said it, but it went something like this. If you, the best way to control the opposition is to be the opposition. It's controlled. You control the opposition, the reaction to the crisis you created which then leads to this solution. It's a textbook case of the, what's known as the Hegelian dialectic. Problem, reaction, solution. Thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. And it's, I mean, it is just mind-boggling 
how well this is working. Because now, on the heels of this created, manufactured, fabricated crisis, and the controlled reaction that ensued, you've got the world population clamoring and screaming and pleading for a solution. And they're right there. What's the final solution? Oh, the final solution is the jab. Here's the truth. Whether you want to hear this or not, it's the truth. COVID, the vaccine was not created for COVID. COVID was created for this so-called vaccine. This was the created crisis to bring in the intended solution, final solution. Actually, by the way, I'm quoting one Bill Gates, who was actually being interviewed by this news station. I I forget who it was. In fact, it was in one of our updates last year. Um, It was one of those uh, late night guys. What's that guy's name? Anyway, it doesn't matter. He needs Jesus. That's what matters. They both do. They all do, actually. <laughs> but he, he said, and, and the final solution, and this, this guy corrected him and said, you might want to, you know, kind of calm down the conspiracy theorists and not call it the final solution. And then Gase kind of chuckles and, <laughs> just like that, too. It's, uh, <laughs> it's amazing, you know out of the uh, heart, the mouth speaks. The final solution is the jab. And the jab will soon become the mark, without which people will not be able to buy or sell. Soon. How soon? Well, by soon I mean once the church is raptured and the Antichrist revealed, instead of coercing, it will be forcing, and instead of a needle, it will be a tattoo like mark and stamp. Please stay with me. In addition to this, it will also soon become the mark of the beast as soon as it bears his name his number, and requires his worship. And that will take place in the seven-year tribulation. Again, what we can expect prior to the rapture is this current trajectory towards the jab, soon becoming the mark of the beast in the seven-year tribulation. It's fast moving in that direction. Because we've covered this extensively in prior updates, I'll just refer you to two, the first of which was on January 10th of this year, titled Decision Time. Then two weeks later, January 24th, is Decision Time 2. And in both videos, we go into great detail, and I mean great detail, about the vaccine soon becoming the mark of the beast. We answered a lot of the often asked questions. For the better part of a year and a half now, 
I have been sounding the alarm of warning concerning where everything seemed to be heading. And now I stand before you today, and I have to say it's no longer heading there. It seems to already be here, which is why we are on the cusp of requiring a vaccination verification in order to keep one's job, board a plane, and enroll children in a school. It's already here. It's already required. We get inundated with emails from online members, particularly here in the U.S. from the mainland. What am I going to do? The deadline is August whatever, and if I don't get the jab by then, I lose my job. What am I going to do? This is very real. We'll talk about that more in a moment. There is hope. (laughs) I want to encourage you. Now, currently, presently, this vaccination verification is digital on a device, but soon it will be digital on a person's body, exactly as we were told it would be in the book of Revelation. Last week a local member sent me this YouTube video from back in 2018 titled, What's Graphene and Why It'll Soon Take Over the World? Oh, 2018. This is graphene. We've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. This video is on the Bright Side channel that has 41.3 million subscribers. Now, here's a quote from the transcript under the topic of healthcare. Scientists at the University of Illinois have discovered that graphene can assist in detecting cancerous cells in the body. Researchers from the University of Texas have invented temporary tattoos that are based on graphene. These tattoos are far from a simple body decoration. They can keep track, track, of a person's vitals, including their level of hydration and skin temperature. Now, it's important to understand that the word for mark in the original language of the Greek New Testament is karagma, and is from the root word karax, and carries with it the idea of a stamp, a tattoo, stake, or palisade, a palisade, pardon me. Also, it seems that this graphene oxide is already in the injections to get it in the body, and very soon it will be used for tracking on the body. Back on January 6th, BBC News published an article titled, COVID, Swansea Uni develops world's first vaccine smart patch. The first coronavirus vaccine smart patch 
is being developed at a Welsh university, researchers say. The disposable device uses microneedles, palisades, to both administer the vaccine and monitor its efficacy by measuring the body's immune response. A prototype will be developed by the end of March in the hope it can be put forward for clinical trials. Swansea University researchers aim to make the device, now I want you to listen, commercially available within three years. Perfect. Right on schedule. This was January. We're half a year in. Three years. Oh, right on schedule. The smart patches, millimeter long micro needles made from polycarbonate or silicon will penetrate the skin to administer a vaccine. It will simultaneously measure a patient's inflammatory response to the vaccine by monitoring biomarkers in the skin. The device is then scanned, providing a data reading that can be used to understand the efficacy of the vaccine and the body's response to it. Yeah, right. Lest one think that we're a long way off from this and forcing one to take this, let me hasten to say that it's actually right around the corner. Once again, let's go to Israel, God's prophetic clock, in this statement on Thursday from Israel's Prime Minister Naftali Bennett. Quote, I have chosen to speak with you this evening because we are at a decisive moment that will determine how our country will look in the coming period. It is in our hands to choose whether to act responsibly and have an open and free country, or to stick our heads in the sand and, heaven forbid, bring about endless lockdowns again. Did you catch that? The world is currently in the eye of the storm of the Delta pandemic, and the entire world is turning red. Even the Olympics, for the first time in history, are being held without spectators. Our challenge is clear, that all Israelis who can get vaccinated will go to get vaccinated. Every citizen aged 12 and older who has no health impediment to getting vaccinated, go get vaccinated! Go get vaccinated! Dear citizens, listen, those who refuse vaccines (laughs) are endangering their health, those around them, and the freedom of every Israeli citizen. (gasps) You! If we go back into lockdown, it's your fault. Have you noticed, as of late, that everything that is happening has this sole goal of getting us to hate each other and turn on each other? 
So now, you know what the question is asked? First thing, right out of the chute, have you been vaccinated? And what are you going to say? Don't lie. I know it's tempting. <laughs> Just to have them get off your back. Leave me alone. If you haven't, then you are now the enemy. You are the problem. And sadly, it's not relegated to just this. It's in every arena of life across the board. I hope you don't tire of me saying this. I have to say this. I'm going to continue saying this because once again, it's the truth. Everything you see and hear is all geared to get you to hate them, because they are the enemy. They are not the enemy. They are the mission field. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Our battle is not against people. They are not our enemy. The enemy is our enemy. And you want to talk about smashing success. The enemy has been met with smashing success in this department, because he's got black people hating white people, and white people hating black people, and everyone in between. He's got left hating right, and right hating left. He has Republican hating Democrat, and de Democrat hating Republican. Conservative hating liberal, and liberal hating conservative. And it's working. And it's just mind-boggling to me how well it's working. Playing right into his plan. And you know what the enemy does? I, I want to paint this picture for you. <laughs> he just sits back and enjoys the show. Because we do his dirty work for him. He couldn't be happier. We devour one another. And more importantly, and even sadly, we destroy our testimony and witness for Jesus Christ. I have yet to have anyone explain to me how it is that they are able to share Jesus Christ with somebody they just blasted. I have yet to have anybody tell me, how do you share Jesus with them when you just called them a name? Because they're on the opposite side of the issue. Have you tried to share? You won't. You shut that door. And that is why Satan is so happy. Keep up the good work. You know, you're in trouble when Satan sends you a thank you card and a gift card and, you know, says, wow, you're, you're doing great for the kingdom of darkness. Keep it up. The Bible, though written long ago, is inspired by our Creator. God chose to speak His truth through ordinary men, but these men had their eyes fixed on their Heavenly Father. Their words hold a great deal of meaning for us in our world today, and maybe more so in the times we're in. 
Much of the activity of this world is mirrored in the pages of the Bible and is pointing to a new era that we need to be aware of. In Pastor J.D.'s weekly Mideast Prophecy Updates, he's been searching the scriptures and the news headlines and sharing with us what he's found. You can access these updates by heading to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking on the YouTube link. Jesus will be returning to the earth soon to judge the evil that has been destroying it. And that return, friends, is drawing closer with each new day. Pastor J.D. tells us through these updates each week where we are in relation to Bible prophecy and how close our Savior's return just might be. No one knows the day or the hour this incredible event will take place, but we know from the Bible that we've been told what to expect in the moments leading up to this event. If we adopt a sense of anticipation in our daily walk with Jesus, we'll also gain with it an urgency to share the gospel message with the world around us. We're called to unashamedly boast about our Savior and plant the seed of hope which Jesus promises to water. Share Jesus with someone today and join us for another edition of the Mideast Prophecy Update right here on In Spirit and Truth.